and welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest I am super excited about. He is a star of the stage and the screen, a guy who has multiple Olivier Awards, multiple Tonys, and has been nominated for a couple Oscars. I have watched him my entire life, from my childhood till to today, and I have got so many questions for this master of his craft. I am talking about actor Ian McKellen. How's it going, Ian? It's actually Sir. Oh yes. Oh um, my God. We recently had so many knighted people on too. We had uh, Elton John on recently. Helen Mirren. Oh, she's great. Fantastic. Yeah. No, they they've actually both talked about you and um, what it's like hanging out in your super or like secretive knighted club. Yes. Yes. Well, certain people like McCartney, right? And yeah. You know, the other. It's great when they get the knighthood, but then they don't know what to do with it. Oh, well, do you have special privileges? Yes, you can dub other people nice. Well, you can dub other people nice. Yes, of course. See, these are things I'm learning. I, I didn't know that I could, like, if you're a knight, you can make other people knights. Otherwise, how would the knights continue their line, right? I don't know. I thought only, like, kings and queens could dub people knights. Those are where they come from. Think of it like a generator, and then from there you can dub other people because the kings and the queens would be so busy knighting people can knights become kings and queens like how does this lineage of sorts right so when you know the duchess of kent and sussex and all those right when they pass but hopefully it doesn't come to that i mean as a knight i i kind of want to talk to you about a little bit about um you know the the prince and uh his wife, they, they left the royal family. Yes, yes, that was... Uh, Meghan Markle and, yeah. Yes, that was um, that was a choice. Uh, I certainly, I don't agree with it. But. but do they fill that slot? Or is it just like, because they both were like prince and duchess of like something I can't remember. Yeah, Sussex. So it's, it's basically they now have to go back to the drawing board and decide what happens. Like who presides over those territories right so but you know they had to do it for themselves i understand you know the the boy's poor mother i I knew her well and it's a shame what happened with the paparazzi and oh you're talking about princess diana yes and that's ultimately why harry decided to up and leave and and megan that lovely actress from suits yeah they they weren't treating them too well like the royal family was very mean to megan and haven't you noticed right that like they're in the spotlight and before it was you know his brother and yeah. so now it's like they've just moved on from like even pippa can't get a headline to save her yeah life. yeah no i mean the middletons are like you know they're they're not as exciting you know they want excitement in the royal family well it's all about the royal baby right and then we we go down from there Right, so after the baby... They, like, didn't they have two babies? About? Right, so it's the other baby. Yeah. And then what do you talk about after that? Right, so Is I can understand. Like, the paparazzi wh- needs ammo. I, I'm right? trying to, like understand english like culture because so much of it is surrounded by the royal family mystery intrigue right but is it really that much intrigue it has to be like people have babies all the time people have babies like we know where they come from the stork right but it's not like beyond the walls of buckingham palace wait wait wait, i i I can't let that fly no you you, babies come from the stork yes you see the stork drops a baby right when you least expect it 
And well, then, what about when someone's pregnant and you can see the the like them? That's this, they had too much food. I, I can't imagine why. So they have too much food for nine months, and then the it's, stork drops off a baby. I go through binges, and I did waiting for Godot with Patrick Stewart. I yeah. I was bloated every night. I still managed to keep my show together. So, Sir Ian McKellen, do you not know where babies come from? I just told you where they come from. Who told you they came from the stork? Well, so you see, my father was a big fan of Vlasic pickles. And every day we'd have Vlasic pickles for lunch with my sandwich. We'd have finger sandwiches. Uh, do you have those here, finger sandwiches? Um, I mean, I've had a small sandwich. I'd assume that's what his finger sandwiches. Finger sandwiches, right. So anyway, he'd cut them up, the crusts cut off, and he'd say, Ian, dear boy, this is where babies come from. Finger sandwiches? No, the Vlasic pickles. He'd point to the jar, and there was a Vlasic pickle stork. And then I said, what the heck is that animal? And he explained. Is the, there storks we had the in talk. England? Yes, of course. Storks are I don't think I've ever seen over. a stork. The storks are everywhere because everyone has babies, right? So yeah, storks I, I feel are like everywhere. I would see more storks if every baby was delivered by one. Well, the stork drops the baby, and then he goes to deliver the next. Wait, Stop, it he drops the baby? Around. Like... Well, it comes in a little basket, right? Sometimes it's a basket, whatever he can hold with his beak. And sometimes it's a little kerchief, right? And then he drops the baby and goes on his merry way. And then how do, like, people... How do women become less bloated right after the stork drops off the baby? Well, you see, there's a a certain mood, right? They see the baby and they're like, Oh, that's so cute. I'm going to give all the food to the baby, not to me. And then eventually it subsides. You know, this distended belly, the turtle belly, if you will, subsides. I know you've never had kids of your own, I have Mr. McKellen, or Sir McKellen. Not that I know of, anyway. They haven't come to me. I mean, it's pretty hard when... I'm a man of stage and screen. It's possible that I might have, especially on the West End, had a child running around... I mean, due to the stork, y- I don't. Y- know. You were very out of the closet uh, since the '80s that you were a no, but you know, it's man. pretty much a possibility that somewhere, somehow, after a, a stork drink dropped off, off a five, kid, nine months after, right? Nine Precisely. months after you had a drink. Precisely. Why, Too why, many drinks. Why, why, why does it take nine months if it's just dropped off by the stork? Because the stork knows the timing. Storks are flying everywhere. They can see what's happening on the ground. And then nine months later, they drop off a bundle of joy, if you're lucky. If you're lucky. Okay. There's a bit of luck to it, too, my good man. I mean, it, it sounds like a magical process. But also, like, where do the babies come from if they come from the stork? The stork knows that. I don't know. That's some kind of Lord of the Rings magic. I, I have no idea. This is a good place to switch gears. Speaking of Lord of the Rings, you've been known mostly for your career for two characters um at least popularly your, your portrayal of gandalf in the lord of the rings in the hobbit series yes of course and your performance as magneto in the x-men series yes of course uh which do you have a favorite well do I, you have a favorite role in general i i do like the lord of the rings trilogy because it it basically even though people harp on that line Thou shalt not part, right? So it mm-hmm. gets biblical. It's a little Moses-like. It's, right? it's a very uh, almost like Shakespearean. Yes, yes. Which uh, you're, yourself of the royal Shakespeare. Absolutely, right. Yeah. It's very important that I brought that gravitas to the role, right? It's not just a beard and a staff, mm-hmm. right? So everyone quotes the line and says, shall not pass. I hate the pass. It's pass, right? Pass? It's, it's the heightened RP, damn it. 
You shall not pass. You right? shall not pass. There you go, there my good boy. Right, so that's the vow that a lot of people get wrong, and that's how I can tell that they're not true actors, right? You know, they can steal the line and they thou shalt not pass. Pass. What is pass? So American. Uh, do you do an American accent? Well, I, I've never given it a shot. Really? You, no can, one's ever asked you to do American accent? I'm, I'm British. Like it, I, it, it is weird that Magneto has a British accent, considering the character was German? Right, like, in the Holocaust. Yeah. Right. Eric. Yeah. And then, like... I, I maybe he grew up in England. I I'm not sure. I mean, he would have had to have had his impressionable years, right? Yeah, in England, right? Yeah. So somehow whisked It'll, away by yeah. the stork from the Holocaust, and then dropped in, and then dropped back on Island M or wherever he's yeah from, right? So I don't. It wouldn't make sense, really. The I accent mean, is a very impressionable thing. Yeah, and then they didn't even try with Patrick Stewart. They just made him British. Well, Patrick Stewart is. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, no, but like for when he was playing Professor X, right? Right. Does the character is he from like New Rochelle or something? Like yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he is American. Oh, like, Charles like, Xavier. Yeah, Charles Xavier. I think is American, or at least in the cartoon that I grew up with, the X Men, the animated series. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. Did Did you watch the animated series to get into character? I did. I had to watch every single episode, and it was it was quite quite fun. Oh really? Okay, you you were a fan, definitely a fan. Yes. How did it go? It was just like, there it is. Yeah, no, it was great. Now, now you you have a big fan of Charles in Charge too. I have to say, you have a quite a great singing voice. Oh, thank you. Yes, a theater. You have to appeal to the back row as well. Um, have you thought about doing more musical theater? Like, what I brought you in to talk about today is your performance in the movie Cats. Right. Well, which, you know, you know not is, my best work. But yeah, is, is creating a lot of uh, buzz. Buzz uh, is great, my good man, especially but, at my age. But I don't know if it's for the right reasons. Oh, do elaborate. Uh, well, it's uh, currently sitting at a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, this Rotten Tomatoes never used to be around when we were coming up, right? And I used to be that, so like the bad movies got hundreds, right? Like in the beginning, it was like Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. So like you want to get a Rotten Tomato wait, if you're a why bad do, movie. Why, why, yeah, isn't that representative no, of like no. throwing no, produce at yeah. the Yeah, that was the, like the idea is that you want a fresh tomato you don't want like to be considered a rotten tomato. So if, if you but if you take a fresh tomato and you throw it at the like that's that's like the highest form of flattery, right? Maybe I I, I that's I how I like to look at. I it. I, I imagine like throwing fruit and vegetables was a thing during Lettuce the Shakespeare. Is a good one as well. Yes, the penny stinkers, right? Yeah. In the front row. Yeah, would always the, hurl the groundlings. The, the groundlings, right? Yeah. Right, because that's why if you look at all of Shakespeare's plays, there's different levels. There's like the sophisticates would would pick up on one plot or several A story, B story, but the penny stinkers need to see their farts and their slaps and their lowbrow humor, right? So now, it appeals to everyone. I was about to say, now, who do you think Cats appeals to? I think Cats appeals to the people that have seen it at the Winter Garden Theater, right, back in the day. Yeah. And the people that are CGI enthusiasts, certainly, right? But the CGI but also isn't the, the people, greatest. It's not the greatest, but you know that you have to have the modern day reboot right these days everything's a reboot right but then it appeals to a third 
group of people, and that's the musical theatre people that want to sing along with oh, yeah. Magical Mist and Mistopheles. Yeah, no, you, 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 you played, uh, for our listeners that haven't seen Cats yet, you played Gus the Theatre Cat. Yes. And, like, I have to say, out. like, when you sang your song, it was a very, like, pretty part of the show, you know? It was like, wow, the Ian is trying here. I, I see where he's going. But then also it had you lapping up a bowl of milk. You have to lap up the milk. You're a cat, right? You know, there's different schools of thought about that, that milk is bad for cats, right? And that butter, right? All the dairy products are bad for cats. I don't believe that. I believe every animal when it starts, even humans, right? Right when the stork drops them off, they need milk, right? Milk. Wait, humans, so cats. I, back to the stork, because yes, now I'm yes, confused. The stork. So humans come from storks, but no other animal comes from storks? Humans come from storks, right. But we can see other animals having babies. Yeah, right? all the can, time. That's a thing. I mean, right? I can... But I, humans, there's never been a... set Like, have you ever been to a... a, a what's it called? The, the wing of the hospital. The OBGYN or yeah. whatever. So if you go in... A, so if you Maternity watch a, ward? That, let's get to that in a second. But if you watch a movie and, you know... My water breaks, whatever, right? You see that. But then they go to a room. Nobody sees what happens. And then a baby comes out. That's when the stork comes in. I'd imagine that they push a button similar to your morphine drip. And then the stork comes in. But why would you have water that breaks? Like, what would the whole purpose of that be? Science, I don't know. I'm an actor, dear boy. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm sure you've researched, like... I have never had to research a pregnancy in no? my entire career. No. You, and and I've never gotten one. You've a never had pregnant. to like play a father or an expecting father. I've never had to do research. Let's leave it at that. So as far as I know, until someone can prove me otherwise, y babies y come from storks. At least human babies. Okay. But kittens. Yeah. That's a they. Yeah, they come out in a litter. Yes, a litter, and sometimes there's a runt. One that's a scrappy fellow. He needs the most milk. But there might only be six teats and seven kittens. Yeah, so what one, of them's get, one of them's getting pushed out. Exactly. Right. And you have to fight, much like you have to do on an audition. Right? You have yeah. to fight to get your stage time. Is there any audition that you felt like you had to fight for? Let's see. Well, I mean, the Lord of the Rings one, that was, that was tough. You know, it wasn't such a slam dunk. I mean, before Lord of the Rings, you were really just known for the stage. Right. And Theater. Royal Shakespeare train. Company. Right. Like, uh, actually, in pedigree. acting, when I went to acting school, um, they would show us the old videos of you and Sir Ian and Judy Dench and all of them. I'm to, Sir Ian. Yeah, yeah, Sir Patrick, sorry. There you go. Right. Yeah. You and Sir Patrick and um, Dame Judy Dench all, uh, you know, rehearsing. Right. No, uh, that was a great time. It was a great time. You know, it was not like today when everything is sampled or, you know, rebooted. That was when stories meant something. Oh, they don't mean anything now? I feel like there's just not that kind of attachment with the story. So the theater is a unique venue where you, you see live emotions, right? You see live crying and laughing, and, right? But if you CGI an alien that you really don't care about it's it's just not the same kind of narrative is it if you cgi an alien it's the, so that you, you don't care about right it's it's just an alien is going to pick you up and drop you off and that's the end but that's there was no aliens in theater so wait are you are you referring to a certain movie in particular paul i don't know just saying the movie paul yes that was atrocious well that 
I, I, I forgot about that movie existed. Yeah, as you should. With like Seth Rogen yes. and Simon don't, Pegg. Don't give them the Nick satisfaction Frost. of saying their name. Yeah, no, I... I God f- awful. Uh, I, I, I remember enjoying Why don't you that. reboot that? Reboot Paul? No, no, please don't. Well, now that you said it, it might happen. Please don't. Paul 2. Paul 2. I forgot what even happened at the end. I, I, I think they just, like, smoked weed, I, I assume. That, that sounds that, about right for the Seth cast Rogen, you mentioned. Simon Pegg, and Nick Frost. Yes. No, Simon Pegg is actually a great fellow. I yeah? had the, the chance to meet him. What was the movie he did? The P- Pursuit of Happiness. No, that was no, Will, no, Smith. That's Will Smith. Uh, the Happiness it was based on a novel, and it was happy... Has the word happy in it? It's not happy feet. It's not happy feet. No, I've forgotten the name of the film, but he played a, a very, um, very nebbishy character that kind of, you know, redeems himself. Oh, okay. Uh, and I like that. And he also did good accent work in uh, the Star Trek. Yeah, no, right? he he's, a, uh, he's a Scottish. Scottish. Yeah. He's not Scottish. He's a Cockney Sparrow. Yeah. But actually, he um, he did good work for. Mr. Yeah. McCoy. No, I, I mean, Simon, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the show. Yes, Talk about absolutely. the different roles that you've had to play over the years. And meeting Sir Ian McKellen. All right. Well, Ian, this is the part of the show where we like to do a few speed rounds of questions. Basically, I've prepared a few games for us to play here. Uh, the first game we like to play is Fuck, Mary Kill. Basically, I have three names listed, and you tell me which category each name goes into. Mm, yes, I, I know this game well. The first name, your friend, Patrick Stewart. I'm going to wait for all three. Yes. Second name, Judy Dench. Mm, Dame, Dame, Dame Judy, Judy Dench. She's earned it, my dear yeah. boy. Third name, Dame Helen Mirren. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Well, this is a tough one. But I will say that since I am... All three of them are close friends of yours. Yes, but as you know, I am... My persuasion is towards men. Your, your orientation, so yes. I would take... Oh, my. I would take the marry for Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I mean, some I, might argue that, like, you've spent longer than either of you have ever been in a relationship with each other, so. I mean, pretty much at this point, he's my dear, dear friend, and I would marry him in a second. I mean, you did, a, you did officiate his most recent wedding. I did. I did. That was a great pleasure, an honor. Right, and so that leaves two. Now, unfortunately, mm-hmm. these are dames, so yeah, not the same kind of. I mean, Helen was on the show, and I, I made her do the same thing. Did she have good things to say? Yeah, me? no, she. I mean, she's she's a witty one, then as you f may her. Know. Okay, as in I would f her. Yeah, not f her in the the caster aside. No, I would have intercourse with her. Okay, and then you're killing uh, unfortunately, Jane Judy Dench. Unfortunately, her run has come to an end. What did this you think? Scenario, of, what did you think of her performance in Cats with you? I mean, it was forgettable. It that whole movie just can go away, and now we can move on to bigger and better things. That's the thing that happens, you see, when you try to reboot everything. It doesn't always go well, right? How many Fast and Furiouses can we withstand? They're up to another one now, yeah. nine. The guy is dead. I Paul mean, Walker has passed on. I mean, Helen's in a good portion of those. Oh, my goodness. Well, a job is a job, I suppose. The great yeah, she looks like she's Williams. having a lot of fun. Oh, she's lighting up the town. No, it's great. You know, at our age, we have to take any role we can get. So which is why I signed on for Cats. You know, w- Christopher Walken, another good friend of mine, he does Berenstein Bears, for Christ's sake. Wait, I don't think the guy can even wait, turn down a Berenst- film. There's a Berenstein Bears movie? I guess it went straight to DVD. 
Yes, I, it was I, released I, everywhere in England. They didn't have it here. Uh, is no. it the Berenstein or the Berenstain? So that's a point of contention because originally it's what you call the Mandela effect. Yes. Right. So it was originally Berenstain. But because the people pronounced it Berenstain, 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 it just became Berenstein. And really, if you look back on it, it was supposed to be Berenstain. Yeah, so they weren't originally a Jewish family. German would be Berenstein, mm-hmm. right? But that's, you know, the E-I, like mm-hmm. Einstein, Einstein. Yeah, right? but, but Stein, now, it's, it was... But today, think yeah. about names like, you know, Goldstein, right? Mm-hmm. We say Steen, but that mm-hmm. would be I-E, mm-hmm. right? But Goldstein be the way yeah no um that. a little more information on me my last name is wineinger um, wineinger yeah right there you go see it's not ween weeninger yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I get angry when people pronounce it that way weeninger it's not a good way all right well we got to move on to our last oh, game okay. here yes. sir ian Delightful. um the last game we like to do here is a little bit of word association yeah basically i say a word and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind i will first word stage Craft. Screen. Time. Feline. Mongrel. Magic. Cat. Meow. Milk. Power. Rangers. Mutant. Turtles. Wizard. World. Knight. In shining armor. Performance. Art. Baby. Stork and Stork Baby Alright, well that's about all we have time for today I want to thank Sir Ian McKellen for stopping on by Sir Ian, is there anything you want to say to our listeners before you head out? I just want to say that You all have to keep the craft of theater alive You can't just leave it up to the talent Because after the lights go down, we have lives too But you need to keep it alive Keep seeing live theater That's the one thing that can't ever be rebooted. All right. Well, thank you, Sir Ian, for stopping by. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time. for listening to the Yes and I Am podcast. This podcast has been completely improvised, so instead of having the actual Sir Ian McKellen with us here today has been my buddy Jordan Yonko. How's it going, man? Pretty good. That was fun. Yeah, you don't have a British accent? No, I don't. I'm northern New Jersey. North Bergen, New Jersey. So uh, to let our listeners know a little bit about you, you actually teach accents. I do. I'm a full-time dialect coach. Uh. What is your favorite accent to do? Ian McKellen. No, uh, <laughs> my favorite accent is the British accent. I yeah. coach that one more than any other accent. And I feel like How it's many just... British dialects can you do? Oh, boy. How much time do you have? Um, <laughs> no, it's basically you have to divide it, right, because it's a big country. So then you're talking about the north. I mean, you can go Game of Thrones. That's a good way to mm-hmm. do it. So, right, uh, the Lannisters are like a heightened RP, Lannisters. Mm-hmm. Ian McKellen is a yeah. heightened RP. Uh, but when you get to your Jon Snow, that's from the north, right? It was based on a Yorkshire Right, because his dad, Ned Stark, oh. is full Yorkshire. Winter is coming, right? So that's coming instead oh, of this coming. Is, this is so exciting for me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Um, and then you got your Geordies in there, the Onion Knight, right? He's a Geordie. Uh, but yeah. Full disclosure, never really watched Game that's of That's okay. It's just a great starting point. If you haven't watched Although it, Although I'm say, excited that someone's named the Onion Knight. The Onion Knight, yeah. He's a pretty 
important character. It sounds real smelly. <laughs> well, like, I just imagine it like as things. an evening of just like ooh, it smells smelly like onions in here. <laughs> the Onion Night. Yeah. No, it's it's a it's a fun show. You should watch. A lot of a lot of friends worked on that show. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Coaches, right? What? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Well, I didn't like. I assume that like it was mostly uh, British cast, though. Yeah, I mean, but but they had to go for a certain region. Oh, okay. British, right? Because like, if you listen to interviews with Kit Harrington, mm-hmm. he doesn't really talk like Jon Snow. So they had That's to get fair. him to be. I mean, I know. Um, I watched the HBO was Seven Days in Hell, the tennis yeah. one. I mean, I know Peter Dinklage is from New Jersey. Correct. So he yeah. had to Lives learn in Brooklyn. An, yeah. Yes, exactly. He had to learn an accent. Yes, he did. Uh, that's his own kind of. He made it his own. Let's just. <laughs> oh, it's that. not accurate. Oh no, it's accurate because he did it. So it's what <laughs> he did is accurate. He got cast. He's playing that role, and that's him. Do you have a favorite accent oh. to do? Um, British is like a second home, but mm-hmm. I, I just love all of them. Can, I don't can, know. can I you can't. do like the hard ones? Like I heard South African is the hardest. South African is hard. Yes. Uh, but they have some of the same British overlap. That they have, right? So certain words are mm-hmm. the same, but uh, lots of people get it confused with yeah. Australian. Yeah, ideas. I was about to say, um, every time I do an Australian per, uh, celebrity on the show, yes. they, 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 str- they struggle. They, they, yeah. they struggle hardcore. It's Australian's hard if you've never had any exposure, but if, you know, if, you've, if you've seen a couple of things here and there, like you know, it's, it's the O's and the U's. Yeah, right? oh, it's the O's and the U's. The okay. O's and the U's. So Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Close enough. We'll work no, on that it. was so <laughs> bad. Like, I am the worst at acting. Um, if you ever want to have a laugh, uh, go back and listen to Because I, I sometimes guest on this show, as our listeners know. Yes. Um, yes, Kim Alou hosted, right? Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, there's an episode that John Vogel hosted where uh, he had me play PewDiePie. Who is, oh, a YouTuber, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's Swedish. Oh, and if you want to hear me butcher a Swedish accent, I do. I'm gonna listen to that right after. <laughs> uh, it, it it it's a funny episode. Um, because I do commit. Okay. But like you so can hear my all, regular voice. Was it just all Swedish chef. Like what did you what did you hold on to? What was um, your anchor to get? My into? anchor was just like his excitement and energy. Okay. Because like everything he does is very exciting and okay. Aaron. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's a thing. Like it was. It was very like. I have to hear the original tonight. Yeah. I don't even know what. Uh... Yeah. No. Um. Well, he's 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 like his huge thing is like he just shouts things because okay. he's a video game streamer. Oh right. So he's always like, like yeah. PewDiePie. <laughs> oh my God! Total ponage there. Oh, that was good. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I don't want it to become like Sasha Baron Cohen's character Bruno, no, though. No. <laughs> well, that he's German. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But it's like, is he German? I thought it was trained to Auschwitz, right? Yeah, he's yeah. German. Yeah, he's yeah. Doing but, a German. Yeah, but is his accent accurate? I haven't seen Bruno, but it's I not from great. the trailer I saw trained to Auschwitz, right? He's yeah. making them pick. Yeah, it's 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 a real. It's and a he real. shaved. I didn't he shave all his body hair. Yeah, it's, it's 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 not it's not a good <laughs> movie. I liked uh, I liked Borat. Borat's great. I saw that in the theaters three times. I oh never boy. see movies in the theaters. But three now, times. but now, like, I'm wondering if I try to go back and watch it, I'm like gonna like cringe. Well, it's so he's become so mainstream now with T-shirts and very mm. nice, great success. You know, it's yeah. everybody knows him. Yeah, but like, but back then it was like well, Ali G. Yeah, and then he came out with this Borat character. Yeah, but like, it, but is it okay? <laughs> is it okay for him to do that? I mean, if people like, don't know that they're being punked, it's like no, punk. no. But like, even to just like, it seems like he's making fun of like a oh boy. Jews. 
Totally or no, not even Jews. Like he's making fun of like no, he people from ca- like oh, no, of course they're I know shifting that. shapes. No, no, that, that that he has agency to make fun of, but okay. like people from Kazakhstan. Oh yeah, which I've coached people from Kazakhstan trying to learn an American accent. They're like, all they know is Borat. It's not fair. Uh, uh, and then he's actually speaking Hebrew in his language. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like if you listen to and like the subtitles are there, but it's like, wait, that's Hebrew. All right. Well, that's enough about Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, Let's talk a little bit about Ian McKellen. Yes. Uh, wh- what is your like history with him? Like, wh- wh- I've never coached him. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> Not yet. I mean, he's eighty, so uh, there's still time. Yeah. Eighty years young. Yeah, but um, do you have a favorite role of his? Or I love the Lord of the Rings. Uh, it just and actually, uh, because that that just led to that whole like accepting this slow methodical kind of thing mm-hmm. there's a funny there was a youtuber that did like all these theme songs as him and mm-hmm. one of them was charles in charge and he sings oh yeah like, I, I, charles I saw in yeah. charge and it's just so great because you can take anything and give it that gravitas that ian mckellen can bring you know Oh, of course and like oh i, I saw when he did ducktales ducktales Ooh. Ooh. yeah <laughs> it's just it's just great like he because it's heightened rp and it's just gravitas and like taking everything so seriously you know but having fun that's what all acting should be yeah no um that like that's my like love of the show is that it's just like you know embracing these people that we kind of put on a pedestal you yeah know? and they're just people you know it's although it's, like ian mckellen is so talented like uh, I don't know if you ever watched the Royal Shakespeare Company like videos, the um, John Barton videos, where uh, he like had a bunch of these like who's who of like classically trained actors oh, wow. like in a room, and they just do like Shakespearean monologues and like discuss like heightened verse and like uh, w- how one should act out Shakespeare. Oh wow. So it's interesting you say how someone should act out Shakespeare because there's mm-hmm. this big controversy now. Like, should it be British? Or oh not? no, no, no! In like the they even discussed in the tapes that like the accent that people had during Shakespeare's Back time then, was more exactly. American than it is British. And even Shakespeare like had the the Cornwall thing. So like the the accent we you know heighten and hear today it might not be the same as I think for effect today they're just trying to like really heighten it to a place and mm-hmm. that just lends itself kind of to a british accent but it wouldn't necessarily have been no um like what we it, hear it was today. funny because like the guy who runs the the tapes of uh, john barton he even like did one in like a accent of the time oh is this the one with with provd rhyming with loved yeah yes that was really cool i love that because it's just the way he wrote it that those two words are supposed to rhyme yeah right and back in the day like team was time and met was meat yeah so sounds change over time yeah no and it like it, it, it's cool to like see but also it's like you know um it, it, it it's one of those things where it's like since you're a kid like you always think of like british actors as like the pinnacle of like actors Eh. <laughs> well, no, like, I, since I, I was, was American, like, I knew some pretty good American actors. Yeah, I don't know, but, like, for some reason, like, I, because when Lord of the Rings came out, oh, yeah. I was so young, too. Sure. Like, I think when the first movie came out, I was 12. And when Rudy was in that, were you like, wait a minute, what, why? Oh, I didn't associate him as Rudy. <laughs> I was like, what is that Goonies, guy, what is that guy from Encino Man doing? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean, Especially when a movie does so well. How is like, John Aston's accent in The Lord of the Rings? He made it his own, and that's <laughs> great. That's great. Like, um, Mr. Frodo, Mr. Frodo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, you can hear the Tom Holland Spider-Man does that, too. He's like, Mr. Fury, Mr. Fury. It's the same kind of 
that's another thing. I saw Spider Man. I was like, is this guy supposed to be from New York or is he not even oh, doing? Oh no, he like Tom Holland. Queens, like, right? Yeah. Spider Man's from Queens. Yeah, he doesn't sound like he's from New York. He's he's struggling at an American accent. Let's well, be but, honest. But that's like a second layer, right? Yeah. So if you're gonna, so if you're gonna general, what is the general American? The so-called general American. Yeah. Um, but then take it a step further and go Queens. Like just yeah. drop your Oz and friggin' take the train and sling your webs, right? Yeah, yeah. Spider Man. But he's also like a kid during like the YouTube era because I feel like a lot of kids these days don't have it. No, like, no, that was an accent. old. You yeah. can really find that in construction sites. Yeah, you walk by a construction yeah, site. Yeah, no, it's like people who grew up without the internet. The hard hat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Whereas, uh, like, we're in the kind of like this democratized like accent world where like. Kids are all kind of just sound the same because um, they're learning to speak from like the TV, yeah, TV right. and the internet, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of vocal fry. Oh my god! Stop talking! Let him stop talking! Oh, I'm I still haven't done any of the Kardashians on my show, and like part of me is like, oh, I I just I don't like that form of celebrity so well, much. Well, you know, you should like, ask I, them I, if I, they come on. Yeah, see yeah. What oh, <laughs> the actual Kardashians. <laughs> yeah. Kim, can you do impressions? Yeah. Uh, That'd be cool if Kim were to host, you know, one of your impressions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. That but yeah, it's, it's true. Like accents change over time, and and something is popular, a word is popular, right? A freight lit, right? Legit. Does right? Ian McKellen ever do any accents? I can't recall. I don't think so. He's just Ian McKellen. Like yeah. he. He's coming in as the brand. Yeah, you don't want to change the brand. I don't unless know unless you're lapping up milk from a bowl. But the thing is, like, I feel like Patrick Stewart. I've heard him do like American accents and stuff. Like, yes, like in the movie Green Room, he does an American accent. Yes, uh, he he has worked with accents a lot, and he's actually he's Yorkshire, right? So yeah. he's he's learned to beat that out of him. Yeah, right? well, so he did that. He, he did, did Yorkshire for like Picard, though, right? No, because oh. even Picard was like a heightened RP. It was like okay. gum number one. Right. Uh, but he learned to channel all that. And then but there's a, a great clip on YouTube of him going full Yorkshire, reading a poem. And it's like in his head. So he's like, no accent anymore. I'm just going to do Yorkshire. And it doesn't sound anything like him. And it's great. It, it's weird. You, he's from like, West Riding. OK. West Riding, Yorkshire. Right. So if he like went the full, you know, Wait, what does Yorkshire sound like? Uh, Yorkshire's like so. There's there's stuff like snow. Right? So he's, he talks like that. Well, the, the register, right? Okay. Supposed to be Patrick Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's Similar got, to Ian McKellen. Right? Yeah. Um, but the two of them have this like vessel. Yes, yeah. it's like a good resonance, right? Yeah, they, so. they're they're ready to like you know do a theater of like five thousand people with no microphones. I wish that I'd seen the Waiting for Godot. Yes, same. Oh. Um, and they switched. You know? Yeah, but no, it was it was good. Uh, I heard it was good, and and they're theater guys, you know. Yeah, they just love. So, have you watched the Picard, the new one on CBS? I have Access? not. I've watched it, um, but it's kind of like I wish I knew more about Star Trek. I'm not a, so many. Well, that's the thing, thing is, like, I'm not a Trekkie. Yeah, like, and there's so much like content for yeah Star if you put Trek. in picard the first thing that come up is easter eggs in picard like yeah. there's so much fanboy stuff yeah it's and like, it's it's too much for me to c catch up yeah. with i just remember like so as a kid when i tried stand-up the first time i ever did stand-up i did a picard impression mm -hmm. and it was like so boring like i thought it was gonna be the best thing ever and no one's buying it and like they're like oh gray hot <laughs> yeah that was that he does that in picard yeah. but like uh despite all my best efforts commander Riker continues to reject my advances right like whatever like i thought that they were the two were in love but, but right? people like just they didn't. Were just didn't get it and i was no. like okay abandon ship uh uh, it, wait, so who's on Picard? Is Brent Spiner on Picard? It's a plot line, but yeah, he's he shows up. He 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 has old. not aged well. Well, he's Data, so like <laughs> he's full of makeup and like a robot. You know, robots can't age. 
So he's yeah, got, but he's Brent got a Spiner can age. Yeah, like, that's true. He, he's, he's let his body go. I don't to want shit. to give away any of the plots, but he is in there and he plays a pivotal role in the first episode. Anyway, that's exciting. Yeah, um, check it out. CBS All Access, five ninety nine a month. Oh boy, is <laughs> this become a commercial? <laughs> Do you have an offer code? I don't. I really don't. I wish I did. Uh, I'm still offer code Yanko. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That'll get, get you nothing. Off. Two weeks. First two weeks free. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, Jordan, uh, you're an improviser, comedian, yes. dialect coach here in yes. the city. What do you have going on these days? I uh, Well, I love teaching at the People's Improv Theater. Okay. Uh, I got that class. It's Intro to Accents for Improv. All right. And I do it every two months, and it always sells out, so I don't know if it's... Is this session starting soon? Yeah, it's uh, March 12th. March 12th. It's a Thursday, because all the Pitt House teams on Wednesday said, don't do it on Wednesdays. We want to have it. So That's I switched fair. it to Thursday. So let's see what happens. Yeah. And if this one uh, sells out, then I'll continue Thursday. One that's, more Thursday. Yeah. And you, you said you had a podcast? That I want to start a podcast okay. for people that can't do accents. All right. L- l- explain the concept here. So I, I get a lot of this. People come to me and say, I can't do accents. But yes, you can. So you just need the right person to prove that you can and how to get there. Where do you start? What do you do? What do you know? So I think that every accent is a journey. It's finding your own voice. It's finding – it's not just a stereotype. It's – what do you have to say? Is this for a script? Is this for a monologue? Right? So take with what you know already and then fix the stuff that's not working and leave the stuff that is. So I, I want to do a podcast with people that can't do accents. And by the end, they're doing accents. Oh, boy. I, I, I might be your hardest. There you like, go. You know, Bring your it. most challenging It's It never person. fails. I will get you to do accents. Oh, I am so bad, though. <laughs> you actually did an accent. After my mini coaching with McKellen, you said yeah. shall not pass, and you changed pass. it. Pass. Exactly. You shall not pass. So that's a broad A. Pass, pass the pa. butter, please. Pass the butter. No, no, now it's becoming Bane. Bane. <laughs> oh, so Bane, that was so interesting. Because everyone came to me when that came out, and they're mm. like, remember they said he sounded like a Scottish Grover? <laughs> that was what they said. They were like, Bane sounds like a Scottish Grover. And I was like, no, he doesn't. Because if you take Grover, which is pretty much Yoda, right? And then you make him Scottish, right? This is a Grover, right? This is a Scottish Grover. Well, Grover and uh, Yoda are both... Uh, Frank Oz. Frank Oz, yeah. So, or Yoda, whatever you want. Yeah. So if you take yeah. Yoda, yeah. right? Yoda, you would have to invert the direct object. No. So like, uh, Scottish you are, right? <laughs> so that, that, that's a Scottish Yoda, right? That's not what Bane sounds like at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of Mrs. Doubtfire. I kind of do love Scottish Yoda. Though. Scottish Yoda could be his own character for sure. Yeah, th- this is like a character show that <laughs> just comes in a yeah, Scottish yeah. Yoda. <laughs> but everyone was saying he's a Sc- Scottish Yoda, and it's not like he had his own thing. It's like that would be very bad for you. Uh, but that's not a Scottish. Yeah, I don't think there's an accent. Like it's almost like fairly American. It was pedestrian. It was just like, it was more about like the, the big respirator. Yeah, and yeah. then you put it up here in this register. But more, more bass, right? More, more bass. bass. And Tom I was Hardy. born in the shadows, Batman. You merely adopted the dark. I yeah. was born. Is there any British to that, though? Uh, well, it, you have to look at the R's. So if he says, I was born in it. That's British. If he says, I was born in it, that's rhotic versus non-rhotic. I oh. was born in the dark. Yeah, so <laughs> born in the dark is a very American thing, but born in the dark is, an Amer- is a British thing. Yeah, well, Tom Hardy's British, so exactly. makes sense. So it's easy. But Venom, he was trying to think. I out. did not watch Venom. I, I was afraid of Venom? I was I afraid of that movie of being all. real bad. Well, it's a character that's, you know what it's about, right? Yeah. So you can watch that and enjoy um, but there but was like I, I heard his accent. He's doing like 
Is it like at a New York I accent? I it was a New York accent, or at least that was what he was going for, maybe. It sounded very, like, almost Mark Wahlberg-esque. <laughs> Boston. So he went a well, little too like far. Well, like, not Boston, but Dodchester. like... Dodchester. But, like, it, it's very whispery and kind of sounded like this a little bit. So, so like, the register. Like yeah. The register? Yeah. He so, not, nece- the, not necessarily, yeah, like... He put it in the mask place that Mark Wahlberg likes to put it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, but for the character, he was, like, a journalist or yeah. something. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, maybe he did that voice to make him sound like more timid. I don't know. I don't know. Is there going to be a second one? There must uh, be yeah, there is. It did there pretty is well. Def- yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely going to be a second because Sony loves money. Yes, Sony loves money because they, they've been doing real bad with money. Speaking of money, let, before I uh, end today's show, I just want to talk about how much money Cats lost. Yes, over a yes, hundred million dollars. Yes, it was not uh, as critically received. As they thought. I mean, they got my money. I, I saw it really? twice. Really? I saw twice. it twice. No oh. movie pass? No, nothing? You oh, no, no. I mean, I, I, I do have Regal Unlimited. Yeah, Regal Unlimited. I do, yeah. too. Um, so, you know, they got your twenty three ninety five, and you made yeah. it work. Um, yeah, but like... You it, saw it twice. Yeah. I saw, twice? So much fun. That's how good it was. Uh, it, I mean, it was the most fun I had at the theater. Why twice? Because it... There, like... Like there was a cat you might have missed. I appreciate stuff that just, like, shoots for the fences. Like... They and made w- they made one of the weirdest films I've ever seen. Okay. And okay. like I appreciate that because like so many movies play it safe like oh there's another war movie and right. there's like another you know like going. relationship movie. Right. Cats like <laughs> I Off had like it was this movie is bonkers and wow. like this world like they cats. created cats are bonkers. like these like human feline hybrids. Yeah. That are like. Have you ever seen the musical? Yeah. Okay. So I was gonna say like that's in the musical. Well, no, but like in the musical, they're actual cats. Yes. They, like this, they tried to make them look like these human cat hybrids. Yeah, with the bellies. They, they're yeah. they're like monsters. Right. Right. <laughs> like, right. They could have made them actual cats, like the most recent Lion King movie. Right. Right. You know, and that would have yeah. been a thing, but yeah. they chose not to do that. Yeah, I saw the Lion King. I I admit I. It's been a while since I'd seen the cartoon mm-hmm. in the theater. Yeah. That was the last time I saw it. And then I knew there was a musical, but I, I still cried at the. Yeah, the no. Point. I mean, in like, if you want to make it look realistic, you can do that. But this, yeah. they were like, no, we want them to still dance. We still want them to look human, but we don't want to put them in costumes. We want to make them look more like cats. So this it's is the thing. This is the thing. And we're going to commit to it fully. But not have the money to commit but to it. Isn't fully. that admirable? They committed to it. Oh, fully. that's why I saw it twice. Because it's amazing. So and they, if more people had seen it twice, like you, it wouldn't have. Lost no, the thing much. is, like it, they were still editing it to the night it opened, mm. and wow. like there's lots of that's stuff tough. that should have been edited out. You that's can see tough. Dame Junie Dench's wedding ring. <laughs> well, cats can wear. You know. Yeah, no, but it's like, who's she married to? Yeah. Is there cat marriages? That's in the deleted scenes. That's in the extras. You get to find out. There's just so many questions, and I, I love it so much for that. You should have one of them on the on the podcast. The, the actual actors? No, the people that made it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then just ask, like, what happened here, here, and yeah. here? Yeah, oh my, I, I could make I a whole a podcast of, like, just cats. cats What Happened. Wow. Oh, that's a good I, name for Cats What Happened. Cats What Happened. Yeah, there you wow. go. I, TM, I, I've got Cats What Happened. <laughs> All right. Well, Jordan, um, I've loved having you on today. If anyone wants to find your dates, details, how to take your class, where can they find all that? JordanYanko.com. So it's J-O-R-D-A-N-Y-A-N-C-O.com. All right. The class is on the Pitt website. You can register there. Very cool. Uh, if you want to find us, we're at Yes and I Am on Instagram. You can find um, 
pictures of our guests and stuff. There'll be a picture of me and Jordan on there. I'll tag them in that. Um, and yeah, thank you all for listening, and we will see you all 